This is Let's Go 360. Your entryway into where and how the gospel is being spread around the world, here, near, and far. Presented by Christ Church of the Valley, also known as CCV. One church with locations across the greater Phoenix area, with plans to expand wherever God wants them to go. For more than 20 years, our host has committed his life to this cause. Here is your host and lead missions pastor of global and local missions at CCV, Larry Fraley. Well, I have been so looking forward to this podcast, and today we are going to be talking with two amazing leaders who are doing amazing kingdom work right here in our own valley. Now, both of these guys, I have grown to love and admire the amazing work that they and their team, made up of mostly volunteers, are doing. And for those listeners who are in the healthcare profession, please listen to this podcast today because it's especially targeted to you. For I have an important message later that I don't want you to miss and you won't want to miss. Now, with us today is Dr. Paul Lawrenson and Gary Pluster. And now, both of these guys are amazing leaders, and Dr. Paul Lawrenson is actually one of the co-founders of the Neighborhood Christian Clinic. Now, Paul has served on the board of directors since 1995 and, and is the clinic's medical director since 1999. And just so you know, the patient visits has increased over... 275% just in the last nine years. Now, Gary Pluster is the director and executive director. Now, he's he has over 30 years of experience in the private sector, mainly in the financial area, and is the executive director right now. And he had, comes with a ton of life experience, which we don't have time to get into today, but it's safe to say that it includes COO and CPO positions with more than one Fortune 500 company. Guys, welcome to the show. Great to be here, Larry. Thank you. Thank you for having us. It's an honor. Well, we're looking forward to learning more about you and and neighbor in Christian Neighborhood Clinic. Yes. Hi. Um, so I'm married to my wife Kelly, uh, who is also a physician. She's a pediatrician, and we arrived here in Phoenix from Chicago, where we met during medical school, and we have three adult children. Gary. Well, uh, good morning. I uh, uh, am married to a woman by the name of Sherry. She's my better half. We have. Uh, four uh, grown sons, and we moved to Phoenix in 2003. Wow. Now, for our listeners, I do need to share with you that I've been uh, affiliated, and CCV has been around for longer than I've been here uh, in this position, with Neighborhood Clinic, and we have been down there many times, and it is probably the most, let's just say, our volunteers, our CCV attendees and members volunteer at Neighborhood Christian Clinic, and every one of them, there is not a month goes by that I don't talk with one of them that comes up to me and says, hey, do, do you realize just what the impact that neighbor, Christian Neighborhood uh, Clinic is making? And I said, I know. But at any rate, it's safe to say that our volunteers love to serve at Christian Neighborhood Clinic. And with that, Paul, could you tell us a little bit about the clinic and what it does? Yes. Um so we opened in 1999, and our intent and re remains our mission is to care for people without any form of medical insurance. So these are not uh, folks that have uh, either government-funded insurance or private insurance. They're people that fall through the cracks. They have jobs where they're working as landscapers, housekeepers, uh, day, uh, day laborers in construction sites. Um, and uh, we our intent is that we can... 
uh, care for them not only for minor needs, but also we uh, we have partnered with subspecialists and to some extent hospitals as well to try to provide more comprehensive care for these patients. Now, you guys have a pretty impressive list of people who support you. Uh, I mean, it, they range from St. Luke's to Virginia Piper, Thunderbird Charities. I mean, the list goes on and on. And so CCV happens to be just one of those that um, is honored to support you. Now, we have a, a considerable amount of volunteers that serve there, right? Oh, exactly. And that's that's been the case uh, for, for many, many years. Uh, and our volunteer pool um, is, is really um, one of our key strengths. And as as our executive director, Gary, says, our, our two major needs at the clinic are volunteers and funding. And it's wonderful to have the support of both of those things from CCV. Can you describe what uh, a day looks like at the clinic? I mean, you open up on a certain time and then what happens? Yeah, uh, I'd say one of the unique things about our day uh, at the clinic is that each half day, um, whether it's a morning shift or an afternoon shift, and, and on the days then we have evening shifts, we begin those uh, those shifts with a group uh, prayer that invites all staff and volunteers to come together. We have a brief devotional. Uh, we share. We have an update on the activities of the morning, uh, and then we have prayer together, and uh, that is really just a wonderful way to get our day going. Wow. Well, the fact that you have... Christian in the name of your organization says a lot to our community. And I've been there firsthand and I've watched your doctors, nurses, and volunteers care for the people that come through your your door. What What's the demographics of the people that actually come for help? Yeah, typically um, our, our, really, uh, our, our key niche is really uh, a first-generation Mexican immigrant um, we certainly don't in any way advertise for that or appeal for that. That's just who has shown up in our area. That probably represents the, the demographic that has the greatest need for medical care and really doesn't have another option. Uh, so that, that's, really, um, that's really who we're seeing for the most part. Um, we, we, they are typically people that have jobs. Once again, they are very interested in paying their bills they're extremely hardworking. They're very family oriented. Many of them do have a a, um, a, a concern for their spiritual life um, to one way, uh, in, to some extent, uh, whether they are currently attending a church or just involved in prayer. Um, spirituality is important to them, so um, that does uh, lead to uh, many great conversations in exam rooms, prayer together with our patients sharing of scripture, um, it's, it's, it's very well received in our clinic by our patient population. Now, I noticed when I was there, on the wall was this rack of cards. And I remember picking up a couple of them. One was on depression, one was on anxiety, and there was, oh, I don't know, a couple of dozen different cards that were there. And, and on one side it was English, and the other side I think it was uh, uh, Spanish. And so tell us what that's all about. We... Um, during those devotional times that I mentioned earlier, uh, about 17, 18 years ago, decided that we wanted to have Scripture available to our patients re- regarding the, t- the the issues that they were facing. So we we really spent a couple of years um, on an ongoing basis meeting together to decide what were the were the passages that were most helpful to each of us regarding specific topics like guilt, anxiety, uh, fear. 
uh, many different topics, including even infertility. We have a card on infertility. And um, so we brainstormed. We came up with this – with a nice Word document, about four or five pages uh, uh, that, that just highlighted these things. And then I believe it was Gary that came along um, and said, you know, let's, let's, let's get these um, individually printed on cardstock and, and put them on nice displays where they're available to all the patients and the volunteers, and let's get them printed in Spanish. So um, we have them in each of the exam rooms, at a wall display, uh, and the patients are, are encouraged to self-select uh, uh, cards that might be helpful to them. And that's a great way to enter a conversation when you walk in the room. And we, we don't have People Magazine or Sports Illustrated in our exam rooms. So our, maybe if, <laughs> if for nothing else the patient is looking for something to, uh, to read, they'll, they'll grab a scripture card and they'll be reading that when we walk in. And that's a great way to enter a conversation with the patient. That's fantastic. Now, let's talk a little bit about the facility itself. Now, years ago when you guys started, you were pretty much a one-night-a-week kind of operation in a small clinic, correct? We were. We, um, we have always partnered with Neighborhood Ministries, uh, and we were sharing one of their buildings uh, on right across from the Coliseum on, on McDowell. Uh, and it did serve our needs to get us started. Um, it also very clearly to our donors showed them that we needed finances. <laughs> we had holes in the roof. We had um, swamp coolers. We didn't have hot water. Um, we had a pink rug, if I remember right. And it was, it was just the place was w- represented that we were we were serving the needy with the best we had at the time. Um, but we used those four years to build our volunteer corps and to uh, start to appeal to our to our friends and partners to, uh, to to come together with the funding needed to open up this new facility, which um, and Gary can give me more better specifics, but it's 5,500 square feet, medical and dental. We now have four dental chairs in, ex- in addition to six medical exam rooms. We have a generous waiting room that we can also use for fundraising activities and dinners and, and having speakers on site. Um, and, and, and then probably one thing that's really unique to our facility is our large conference room right in the center of the building, um, which most clinics wouldn't typically have. But because we have this mission to train and equip volunteers, we decided to build a conference room that would be inviting, would have uh, snacks and, and, and water and coffee and a, and, a, and a space where volunteers can come together and talk and catch up and bounce things off each other. Gary, you know, I've been there, and and one thing that I noticed right from the start is I walked down the halls of the facilities, of the different rooms and pharmacy rooms and all the different um, kinds of of, uh, rooms that you have there. I noticed one thing, and that was the walls were loaded with pictures of volunteers, Mm -hmm. hundreds of volunteers on the walls, all smiling faces, and that speaks a lot about how much you care for the volunteers that serve there. Could you share with us a little bit, Gary, about the facility itself? Now, you've recently um, gone through uh, an upgrade. Tell us, about, tell us about that and about how that upgrade actually happened. Well, <clears throat> there's two questions there. One is uh, our volunteers, and volunteers are a, a definitely a critical aspect uh, to our ministry over half of our patient visits are facilitated by volunteer providers, whether that's a dental, a hygiene assistant, uh, 
nurse practitioner, physician's assistant, or MD. So we uh, rely heavily upon volunteers. And as Paul had mentioned, we try to disciple and mentor our volunteers on how to include Christ in the patient setting while they're volunteering with us so that they can take that experience and skill back to their professional setting and include Christ in that setting as well. So that's the third bullet point of our mission statement, which is to um, uh, impact God's kingdom through the healthcare community, through uh, the, the provider profession, if you will. Mm-hmm. And you asked about uh, a new upgrade to our facility. Um, that's an incredible story, and there's a lot of God's stories that have occurred at the clinic. But um, our dental facility um, started in, in the current building that we're in. And when we opened that facility, uh, the equipment that we put in there was probably 10 or 12 years old already. And we've been in the current facility since 2003. So the dental equipment was about 30 years old. And we ran into a couple who uh, told us that they wanted to support us in some way. And the long story short, they they kept uh, saying, we're not afraid of any number that you can ask us to provide. So I came up, I said, I'll get back to you in a month. We priced out the whole remodel of the dental facility, which was over $300,000, I think $340,000 to be exact. And uh, this couple wrote us a check on the spot when they heard that number. And they have completely changed our dental facility. Um, We have the most modern, updated dental facility of any dental office in the Valley. And it's attracting new volunteers uh, because they like to work with new equipment and the patients are getting premium care. And uh, God is honored through through this dental facility and through this couple's uh, donation, which was so gracious and kind. Well, when, when God shows up, he shows up big, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Big time, yeah. And there's yeah. a lot of stories like that at the clinic. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it, it just goes to show that we, we, we only limit God by how much we how much we can dream. Yep. And so um, it's just a story. And I know you have story after story. You know, I'd like to take a, a short break now because I promised our listeners that I had an important message that I was going to share. And I want to do that at this time, and then we'll get back to the neighborhood clinic. For our healthcare professionals who are listening today, I would urge you to share this podcast with your cohorts and friends and people you work with. CCV is about to embark on one of the most significant missions expansions that we've done since our existence. And it's very, very targeted to the healthcare professional. Our databases show that we have over 3,000 healthcare professionals that attend our church in all the campuses. For many years now, we have not used the resources that God has given us in those healthcare professionals. And we have now two full-time volunteers on my staff who are healthcare professional and an attorney who is in the process now of mobilizing 3,000 healthcare professionals. And so we have plans that will blow you away of what we've been working on for the last actually the last year. And so this fall, we are going to roll out a program that will literally mobilize that those 3,000 workers. And so I would encourage you, if you are at all interested in serving in God's kingdom, in the medical professional, stay tuned for what we are going to announce this fall. I can tell you firsthand that I have seen healthcare professionals, doctors, nurses, 
who have gone on mission trips and have it has transformed their lives. I can give you names that people you can talk with who are burnt out from the COVID experience and care that they have been given, many of them ready to leave the healthcare profession. And because they are able to go on a life-changing trip or serve in a life-changing area, such as Christian Neighborhood Clinic, their lives have changed. And so I know that's happening at, at uh, the Christian Neighborhood Clinic. And so I would urge you to stay tuned this year, uh, this fall, for more information about what we're going to do. And guys, I think what's going to happen is you may get some more volunteers here this fall, so be ready. We would love to see that. Praise God for that. Well, as we wrap up here today, there's one thing I want to talk about, and that is this whole notion of the whole person. The way that you have incorporated this holistic approach to spiritual and uh, medical healing of, of people is amazing. And I also know that you have created this, this training program for healthcare professionals that could actually go on your website for free and receive this amazing training on how to become and deliver whole person and spiritual care in the healthcare screening process. Tell us a little bit about that. Maybe Gary, I'll just mention a story real quickly. Uh, just um, what, what I often tell our students is that um, if you are only willing to assess for physical causes of the symptoms that our patients are experiencing, when the woman comes in with a headache uh, from uh, domestic violence, if you only are willing to focus on migraine, brain tumor, and the such, um, you're just not going to help this patient. So when we talk about whole patient care, we are talking about, in addition to asking the usual physical-related uh, uh, medical questions, um, to being willing to ask about patients' family lives, not just are you married, but how is your marriage going? Uh, asking about their jobs, um, and then using that as a bridge to say, hey, you know, how, how's your soul? How's your faith? Um, when, when you go through these difficulties, do you, ever, do you ever pray about these things? Has that been a support to you? So there's, there's a kind of a natural way to go from physical symptoms all the way to uh, a brief spiritual history that can be non-judgmental and can be supportive to the patient and if they're ready to talk about it, we are ready to, to meet with them. Well, I know this curriculum has been taught worldwide. And um, it, if you are a healthcare professional who have a, has a burden to teach others how to include Christ in your patient screenings, this is designed for you. And uh, I've already taken three of these courses, and I can tell you that I've learned something, and I have no medical experience. Mm -hmm. And so I plan to make sure that this type of training is delivered to all of our healthcare professionals who plan to go on a mission trip because it's so critical to, to deliver this whole person training. Well, guys, I, I thank you for joining us today. As we wrap up today, what, how can we pray for you? Well, I think that uh, the, the biggest need that I believe we have at the clinic is more volunteers because as we encounter patients and as we turn patients away each and every day, we can see more patients immediately by having more volunteers. So I would say pray for um, that, that God would move and stir in the hearts of healthcare professionals to come volunteer with us. 
And then the other thing is I would pray for the protection of the staff as we minister to those in need in the in the South Phoenix area. Actually, patients are from all over Maricopa County, but uh, yeah, pray for the protection of the staff from uh, diseases and that God protects their heart and and that he allows them to serve to glorify his name. Well, we'll certainly keep you in our prayers. And hey, we look forward to having you back. I'd love to to make this a regular occurring podcast episode. Hmm. So let's plan on doing this in a, uh, in a couple more months just to kind of see how God has worked since we've last talked. That sounds great. Guys, thanks for joining us. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. This has been Let's Go 360. Your visibility into what God is doing worldwide as we talk with those living out the Great Commission, inspired by the Great Commandment, so that we'll stand with the great multitude before the throne when the mission of God is complete. May God bless you as we go and send those here, near, and far. Thanks for listening.